Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another episode of the Lucas Podcast. I'm the Sean McCall. Yo, it's Seal Roper. And it's producer Pat on the mic, on the call. Let's go, baby. On today's episode, we talk about Vladimir Tarasenko getting traded to the New York Rangers. NBA trade deadline. LeBron James is now the all-time NBA scoring leader. Dana Ford, the head coach of the Missouri State Bears basketball team, had a bombshell story that dropped on Twitter and we discuss. Roper and Pat talk a little golf. Phoenix Waste Management Open. We draft the best Super Bowl foods that you can eat at a Super Bowl party. And as usual, we wrap things up with OTROT, so stay tuned. Breaking news. <laughs> What's the news, boys? Vladimir Tarasenko just got traded. He's gone. What? No, I saw that earlier today. <laughs> New York Rangers. He's New York bound to the Big Apple. Can we say we're surprised, really? No. I mean, we saw it all year. We've been seeing it for, what, two years now? He's been saying it for a while. Yeah. Ever since that doctor botched up his second shoulder surgery. Yeah, he said, I'm out. I'm out of here. I will say, we had fond memories of the Tarasenko era. He did give his heart and all and his shoulder for the city. We got to give him his due. Well, yeah. He I brought mean, us a cup. The question does, the later question, like a few years down the line is, does he get up in the rafters? That's another question for another day. Right. But for right now, it's a big trade. We have a call? We got a FaceTime coming through. Yo, Logan, you're live on the Lucas podcast. What's up? Live on the Lucas. Arsenal are winning the league. Well, call me after you're done recording. All right, we'll give you a call. All later. right, see you, Logan. See you. Right, Back to the Vladdy trade. Back to Tarasenko. It's sad to see him go, guys. Yeah. He was the face of the franchise for a long time. I know we talked about it before when he came in his first season, two goals against the Red Wings. First two shots. He changed St. Louis hockey. Yeah, yeah. Can't put... Our success would not have been possible without him. Yeah. So, was this trade a dub for the Blues? I would count it as a dub. I I think it's a fair trade on both sides. I think it's what a trade should have done. It's a hockey trade straight up. It's it's what we want. It's the first and, and fourth round pick, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but we got... So it's a conditional first-round pick, and the condition is New York has their own first-round pick and the Dallas Stars' first-round pick, and we get the lower of the two. Yeah, so but our pick's going to be higher than theirs, so it doesn't even matter. So their pick, they're giving us is basically like a second-round pick. Well, it's a late first round. We just have to hope for the Dallas Stars and Rangers you know to make the playoffs. The I'm not a fan of the trade. Or we got to hope for the Dallas Stars to tank and hopefully not make the playoffs. That would be a great scenario. Uh, it's less, an, I know less. that's very less likely. I know that. They're unlikely. both probably going to make it. Right? Yeah, but we hope that they lose immediately so we get a better pick. Here's another hot take from the Sean McCall. I think we should have just kept Tarasenko. We kept <laughs> David Backus. We kept Petrangelo. Why are we going to trade Vladdy? Vladdy was so much more important we than Bacchus. Then he wouldn't have a first round pick. Then we wouldn't have we a first round pick. Because he never wore the C? We can't trade him? And do you boys much rather saw Riley go? Do you boys know the last time Army had two first round picks? That was the year of the draft of Robert Thomas, and we traded for Braden Shen. So Wait, I'm just saying that. Say that again. I'm still in the days. I we, can't believe Vladdy's gone. We drafted Robert Thomas in the first, just so you know. It's and, that type of caliber player that we would get. And we would, and we traded the other first for Braden Shen. So yeah. So we have now we have trade bait. Yeah, we have two first rounders now. Yes, and That's there could true. be more. There, there could, be, could more. be more. We Ryan O'Reilly. Why? We why couldn't Ryan O'Reilly go for a first? Why? Yeah, and we could even trade those picks. To have the first overall pick. There's no way anyone's going to trade the first overall pick. No. We're, mm-hmm. uh, Connor Bedard. One can dream. Yeah. First round draft picks and a dream. Let's go, boys. <laughs> I mean, for what the season is, I think it's a successful trade. Hey, Shaw, can you change the channel over to our other bet? <laughs> Tell the listeners what we got going tonight. Uh, we got Purdue Moneyline. And we have New York Islanders money line 
Uh, Islanders are tied two to two. Oh, but you got the remote right in front of you. Oh, I have a remote. I had to ask. <laughs> oh, this guy. Had to ask. <laughs> but anyways, Tarasenko is gone, and we got Sammy Blay back. Back is a blue. What number does he wear now? That Pitlick's got his number. What number was that? Nine. He had number nine. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maybe does he go to 91? <laughs> I think 91 doesn't get worn for a while now. No. I'm what year was kidding. he born? He could take um, 96, maybe? I don't know. I don't know when Sammy was born. I'd have to look that up. Helper? <laughs> uh, maybe. But think, why? Wait, why do you think it's a bad trade? Let's go back to that. Like, Because Tarasenko was the Blues. He was our all star. He was our only best player for so many years. Who wasn't resigning? He sold so many jerseys. I don't care. It's just it's hit me hard today, guys. I can't believe Vladdy's well, gone. Well, it is fresh anymore. in the mind. Yeah, I get that. It hurts. It does hurt. But I like, think I could be on record. I know I'm on record in previous pods saying I want him traded and I don't want him back. But now that it's happened, I'm now that it's actually happened. I'm shocked. <laughs> I was. You're you're shocked. I was visibly frustrated at work today reading. The hockey news. I'm not gonna. I, I mean, I'm not gonna deny shit. that I was sad, like not sad about it, but it's time to finally put 2019 to rest. It was great while it lasted. We got Sean. one cup run with that squad. Well, we had two cup runs. Okay, well here's here's a question for you boys. If Tarasenko was worth a first round pick, and I think a conditional third. Right? Fourth. It's a fourth, fourth but if but the Rangers the make the playoffs, which they definitely will, we'll go it to should a third. be a third. Yes, yeah. correct. So if Tarasenko's worth that, what is Ryan O'Reilly worth? There's no way he's going to trade both. There's no way Army's trading uh, Armstrong Paul came out today after, after the trade. He said, uh, and I quote, he said, uh, me and O'Reilly talked behind the doors and he knows how I feel about him. That's exactly what he said. That sounds to me like he's staying. Yes, that sounds to me like he uh, he's gonna be resigned. He's gonna be paid. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I mean that's that's good then. Well, Barbashev is definitely gone. Yeah, Barbie's probably gone. Oh, he, he's definitely gone. He also he made a yeah, funny quote. Also, he said, "I'm done for the night." But, but <laughs> I did. I listened to that. That was on. Yeah. Radio One, this yeah, it was on. Or this the, afternoon. I mean. Right. Well, I mean, Rope, what do you think? I mean, are you... I, I mean, this is what I wanted. I wanted Tarasenko, or one, someone had to go. Yeah. We're not... But one we, first-round pick. And a third. And Sammy. And Hunter Skinner. Oh, yeah, Hunter Skinner. What about Hunter Skinner? Yeah, we traded... ECHL no guy. one's mentioned the fact we traded Mikula. Yeah, Mikula's gone. Yes. That's, he, that's, he, was, he was a rock... We have... We have too many young defensemen to take Mikola's spot. We have we have Justin Tucker and we have Tyler Phil, Tucker, Justin Tyler, Tucker, oh, Tyler Tucker, the, and then the Kessel. What's his for, kicks first for the name? Ravens? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Kyle Justin Tucker. Tucker. I wish he was a kicker, <laughs> but um, no, uh, Tyler Tucker. He he will take Mikla's spot. He they want him more looks. We're basically basically what this year is about is trading our assets for picks, that, and also looking at young players and what we actually have and playing at an NHL level. That's what we need to take from this season. All I'm saying, guys, when I realized Vladdy was gone, it's going to be a rebuild. It's downhill. It's a retool. Me. No, it will be a rebuild. Shaw's down, Blues man. won't make the playoffs for Shaw, another five years. Shaw's down on the count. Don't listen to him, St. Louis. We're Guys, fine. every... <laughs> but each day goes by, and I'm more of a Cardinals fan than a Blues fan. Every day. This Blues fan has not excited me at all this year. I'm so glad I decided not to buy any ticket packages because the team stinks. I will always still buy ticket packages, by the way. Thank you, St. Louis. Ready for baseball? I'm ready for some Cardinals giveaways. You're just sad of being down. And... We're, we're so used to being like playoff contention team. We're not used to a tanking team. Hey, uh, it was gonna happen somewhat, some point. Yeah, uh, I remember when the Blues used to be an elite regular season team back when <laughs> Ken Hitchcock was the coach. Oh, you don't believe in Berube? 
Now? Now now we're super down? No, we can't. This Come on, not, Sean. Not, we need you back up, Chief. baby. We can't know, blame guys. Chief. This is poor management, poor team. Poor management? I think it was well managed. No, this this management by not bringing Perron back. That I will say, you guys. Sucked. I don't remember the year, but remember when Paul Stastny got traded at the deadline? Yeah. I think the team turned it around and ended up making the playoffs that year. Tell me if I'm wrong. That is correct. That is correct, yeah. So, you never know. It could, the locker room could see that as a big wake-up call. Wow, we just lost one of our leaders. We really got to step our game up. Guys can realize they're playing, or they're playing for contracts next year. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, uh, I think it changed the locker room dynamic for sure. I mean, like we talked about on past podcast I thought there was a div- division in the locker room and and it was an Oshi type trade where you trade a, a great old star guard. old guard is moving out yeah Kyra and Thomas are ready to take control exactly and I think Shen is part of that young man group because he kind of you know Jake is staying with Shen, Shen is in the young man group yeah because he's staying you know Jake neighbors is staying with him right I do know that they were close he was in his wedding. Camp. Really? Jake was at Shen's wedding, yeah. Huh. Didn't know that one. Yeah. He stays at his house while he while he plays here. Didn't know that either. So, yeah, they're pretty close. So, I think Shen's more on the young, the young guys. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, yeah. I like Shen. Yeah. And we're this is on Saturday we're getting all our injured players back. We're getting Scotty P back. Scotty P. Scotty P. Scotty P. Bones made of glass. <laughs> And then, God, Shaw is so down tonight. Yeah, let's do an over-under on how many games it takes for Scotty P to get injured again. <laughs> Scrub. <laughs> uh, guys, if the Blues can't beat the Coyotes at home on Saturday, I'm really going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> wearing the brown paper bags. I mean, I don't I'm going to be Shaw. If the Blues lose to the Coyotes, I think I'm going to watch World Baseball qualifying games over Blues games moving forward. I will. I will never Talk stop about watching but. baseball. <laughs> World Baseball qualifying games, guys. Instead of the Blues. <laughs> well, that's yeah. not going to happen. Well, Shaw, we hope we bring it back up to to Blues standards or your standards at least. I have a very high standard of the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. I hold them to a very, very high standard. And it's, and it's tough to see them this year, I guess, for Shaw. And he's not wrong. Most fans kind of feel that way. Right. We're below 500 team. Yeah. When's the last time that's happened? 2019? But we won a cup in 2019. If the Blues popped off a 10-game winning streak, I wouldn't be surprised either. Right. We're just a streaky team. Are we back after that? Are we back at ten game winning streak? Or are we still? Oh, Blues will be back. Yeah. Okay, so Shaw's back at a ten game. winning streak. It will streak. take a ten game winning streak to get me back. Okay. Well, I'll lower are... it to a seven game win streak. Okay. We are already. Still... You heard it here first, St. Louis Blues. Shaw we... McCall thinks. Didn't the season start like that? The eight. It was the eight game losing streak and an eight game win. It streak. was a three game winning streak, eight game losing streak, seven game win streak. Eight game win streak. It was seven. It was eight. It was eight. Go look it up. Go look it up. It was eight because it it was an NHL record. No, seven winning. No, it was eight losing, eight winning. I think Roper's right because we were at that game. Okay. When they won the eighth one. I trust you guys. But uh, I think that kind of wraps up our 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 views. I mean, Shaw's really down on them, but yeah, that wraps up Blue Sock. Let's switch it up. All right. So I kind of hinted at it at the beginning of the episode. We're recording on my laptop at my apartment, and we're in Shaw. Ooh, is that where we get the name, Shaw? You guys like, that is where, hence the name. Hence the name, Shaw McCall. You guys like my place? Oh, we love the place. I love the, the Christmas tree still going hey, on. Hey, that's not a Christmas tree over there. It's a what tree? It's a shrine. It's a shrine now? Now it's a shrine. So okay. it will be a seasonal tree. We got purple lights in it. We got some Mardi Gras stuff coming up. Yeah, we need some green lights in there now. Shout out Mardi Gras in St. Louis. Yeah. The second biggest Mardi Gras event hey, in the country. Any next listeners Saturday. listening, we are 
we are going to wear our t-shirts. So come and find us at Mardi Gras and Soulard. I know it's a big... What color are they going to be? Red? We're going to have like the St. Louis logo on it? Yeah, we're going to have our podcast logo It'll on say it. Lucas. We're going to yeah. stick out like a sore thumb. Yes, we are. And it's going to be amazing. With purple, <laughs> green, and yellow. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, come say what's up to us at... Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. We're going to be absolutely sauced all day long. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. We're it's a marathon, the... not a sprint. Just exactly. remember that, guys. We're Lucas podcast animals coming so, out on Suar. Speaking of uh, kind of weekends, the Saturday, this coming Saturday, we have a special episode coming up. We're uh, going to give you all our Super Bowl picks, all yeah. the official props and parlays that we're taking. Yeah. And then we're also going to record with a couple of our good buddies. Yep, just hanging out. We're also going to record here at Shaw's apartment. We're going to be talking some college stories. Yeah, well, that's, that's where we all met. Stuff. Yeah, that's where we all met. We're going to talk about how we all met and down at all... the old Missouri State in Missouri. Springfield. Speaking of like Missouri State, don't you have some news, Rope? Breaking news. Breaking Missouri State. Break, break Bear news. News. Wyatt Wheeler, a uh, prominent beat boy beat, <laughs> <laughs> reporter at the Springfield News Reporter, Wyatt Wheeler, um, has come out with a story that is accusing Dana Ford of groping a woman at a charity golf event last fall. Bad look. That is a terrible look. He's definitely on the hot seat. Yeah. His record this season isn't too good. This obviously does not help his case whatsoever. Right. And I think the university is also in the hot seat because this report came out in September to the Title Nine and they, they kind of swept it under the rug. It. Yep. Oh, so so Title Nine didn't do what it was supposed to do. Cliff Correct. Smart actually if you think about it, Cliff Smart actually looks like the type of dude to quietly sweep some shit underneath the rug and look Oof. the other way. Never liked that guy. Never understood why he wouldn't grow the Missouri State football program. There's no reason why we shouldn't be in the Big 12 playing against Oklahoma State and Kansas State. We play them every year anyway. Like, what the fuck? We are the same size of a school. It's an embarrassment. Yeah. It's a shame to see that school going downhill because it really is a nice town. Yeah, but uh, what? so do talk more about this uh, Dana Ford thing. Uh, it's pretty serious accusations. Um and the fact that the university swept it under the rug makes it even worse, in my opinion. Uh, the fact that he didn't release a statement or nothing was done back in September when this happened speaks volume, speaks volumes to me. Yeah. This is why women don't come forward sometimes, because clearly there was nothing that was done about it until, thank God, Wyatt Wheeler stepped in. Yeah. Shout out Wild Wyatt Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, Springfield News Leader. Yeah. Isn't he like the voice of the Bears too? No, that's Art Haynes. But, uh, well, uh, shout out Art Haynes. Yeah, <laughs> he hope he gets better. He's been in the hospital for better half of the year, um, but we hope he does well. Uh, but it's been back back when Art was healthy. It was him on ninety six point nine to Jock with Wyatt Wheeler. So they were on mm. a sports radio station down there in Springfield. Hmm. Let's stay on track here with some more basketball talk. Talk about the king, LeBron James. LeBron James. All-time scoring leader in NBA How about history. That? I, I am a huge LeBron fan. I don't know about you guys, but... Mm, let, me give you a, let me give you a hot take on LeBron right here, you guys. LeBron James is one of the most selfish players you will ever see. <laughs> he is not a team player. He never uses the name we. It's always I, 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 me, me, me. They had a big whole... Show after in the middle of the game when he broke the record. Well, that's what. How about that's what telling your team, "All right, okay. that was cool. Now let's go out and get this done." No spin zone to that point. Mark McGuire did the same exact thing when he hit the 62nd Roger Maris record. Well, he did steroids too, so you know what? He's a showman. <laughs> He's gonna show out. Well, I'm just saying it, it happens. What else was he supposed to do? Wait until at the end of the game? LeBron James, a showman. His pregame ritual. Throwing the powder for the crowd to see. That's pretty cool. That's something different. I mean, the kid from Akron is different. And he beat Cap's record, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the record that everyone thought was unbreakable. So, I, I mean, there's some prominence there. But I agree with you. MJ is still the GOAT. MJ is definitely the GOAT. 
I was thinking about this earlier today too. If you want to win championships, you want Michael Jordan on your team. If you want to sell jerseys, if you want fans in the stands, maybe LeBron. Well, yeah, that's what Michael Jordan always thought of it as is getting the rings. The amount of rings, that's what matters. He's a champion. He's a winner. Yeah. LeBron. How many seasons has LeBron missed the playoffs? A few now. How many seasons did Jordan ever miss the playoffs? That stat guy. That's we gotta look up the stats on that. I think that should tell you all you need to know. Right? I think it's only About who's two. a better competitor. Can can you look up the stats on that, please? Yeah, I want to make sure that's right, but we'll we'll find out. But that's just an update for later. More NBA trades though. Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks. Yeah, with Luca. I think Mark Cuban is fever dreaming. Maybe. Maybe. What did they cough up for him? I don't even know, really. Uh, no, they. I think they sent Din Dinwiddie. I don't know who the hell that is. I couldn't tell you shit about NBA, Dallas Mavericks that, besides Luka Donovich. Besides uh, KD, the I mean, I guess Brooklyn and Nets too, are KD falling apart. KD is two to Phoenix Suns. It was at one thirty last night. I think Jay Z's about to sell the team. <laughs> I would too, but unload the payroll. Yeah, and I saw D'Angelo Russell is back with the Lakers, and Russell Westbrook is gone. He went to the Jazz. Westbrook? Yeah, Westbrook's gone. Yeah, he went to the Jazz. Yeah, now they got uh, D'Angelo Russell. So we'll see if LeBron and D'Angelo Russell can go on a run. So are the Lakers tanking? (laughs) They're not tanking, no. That was considered a... A buying move? No. Selling Westbrook to get D'Angelo Russell? Westbrook sucks. Yeah, Westbrook is awful. I thought he got triple doubles like every game. That was two years ago. Oh, he doesn't do that anymore? No, he he can't make a basket. Shaw, Shaw, it's no longer Russell Westbrook. It's Russell Westbrook. (laughs) He just shoots bricks. (laughs) This just shows how aware I am of the current NBA season right He's now. Living, Shaw's living two years ago. And that's probably why that's that makes sense. I'm talk. usually about like one or two years behind what the NBA actually is. Yeah. But I do have an update on our on our how many times those Jordan and uh, LeBron missed the playoffs. Let's hear it. Let's so hear it. Jordan missed the playoffs two times and that was when he was super old with the Washington Wizards. Okay. Alright, so we're not even counting that. Exactly. So Most people don't years. even count those. LeBron has missed the playoffs four times. Mm. That tells you everything you know right there, folks. Mm. I mean, I I still take... Has Jordan ever lost the finals? No. Every time he's went, he's never lost. How many finals? LeBron's lost at least LeBron two. Is, LeBron went eight years in a row, and he only won two. What? Yes. Yeah. He's lost six? Yes. Oh, more than that. He's lost more than that. What a loser. <laughs> but getting LeBron finals James. Is pretty... Big fat loser with a terrible hairline. And he also won one of those in. (laughs) He also won one of those in in, during COVID in the bubble. It doesn't count. (laughs) Anything in the bubble from Sean. I will say okay. Here I will give LeBron one credit. I think it's cool how he came back to Cleveland and won a championship in his hometown. Cleveland, this is for you. I think that's cool. I think that's his greatest quote. LeBron's greatest quote. Oh. I think Pat Maroon said it better. Loves that quote. I love Who's that a better quote. hometown hero? We'll put this one on Twitter. Who's a better hometown hero? LeBron James or Pat fucking Maroon? <laughs> oh, oh. That is a, uh, well. Who's a bigger name? Pat Maroon. <laughs> that is three Stanley Cup champions in a row. Pat Maroon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let's start Who? talking about the debate we need to be talking about. It's Pat Maroon versus LeBron James. That's <laughs> that's that. a great debate. Uh, I'm not gonna like. <laughs> I'm not gonna cross waves. Pat Maroon, come on. If this guy's in St. Louis. I don't know what is. We're gonna go viral. <laughs> Pat, join the pod. Join producer Pat. We'll have two Pats. We get two Pats in the pod. <laughs> Maybe the dream is to have Pat Maroon on the pod one day. And ne- next up. Uh, spin zone to uh, what we got going on this pack sport weekend. We have waste management golf uh, tournament 
this weekend. That's in Phoenix too. Wait, they have that golf tournament and the Super yes. Bowl in oh, Phoenix. That's why in they're the predicting same it. Weekend. That's why they're predicting wow. that this waste management will break records for attendance because they have the Super Bowl lined up right down the Flight, street. Flights to Phoenix are insane right now. Everyone wants to be there. Everyone wants to go there. If there's a bachelor party, it's there. On the first, I I didn't get to watch the waste management today. I am in a in a fantasy golf. Oh lineup. yeah, let's give an update on Pat producer Pat's fantasy golf <laughs> DraftKings. <laughs> um, producer Pat is in dead last, eight of eight, with only. Wait, I got an update. Oh. 48 points. Woo! 48. I didn't need. Uh, in first place is KU, who is one Shout point ahead of me at 123, and I'm at 122 with more holes remaining. And that's 122 points. Let's look up the contrast to Producer Pat's lineup to mine. Producer Pat, unfortunately, doesn't have a golfer that is even, even or under par. They are all over par, which is trash. I get it that there's been wind and there was a frost away today, but it's a tough, tough look for wait, a wait, 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 wait. matchup. A frost delay in Phoenix? Yeah, there was a frost delay. Delayed the opening tea time by at least like 45 minutes or an hour. Isn't that in the desert, though? It is. It gets pretty cold at night. Yeah. All right, here's another hot take. I'm just on fire today. <laughs> I don't think you should be having golf courses in the desert. You know how much water they have to waste to keep that grass looking good? Hence the waste management. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. That's a good name. I'll let him take that one. The waste management. <laughs> Best management of waste. That's one for golf. Every year. Yeah, but that is the most, the loudest golf tournament in It is pretty cool. Tour. We were watching ESPN earlier. What hole is it? The 16th? Hole 16. When they have it wrapped all the way around. Yeah, the, Surrounded by it's the, it's what is, a stadium. The, the stadium. They call it the stadium hole. It's a par three. So if you don't hit the green they boo from you. the first shot, they boo you. Right. But if you miraculously hit a hole in one, beers are thrown everywhere. Beer Every, shower? Beer oh. shower. There was two last year. We hope to see more. There's a there's always a delay. It takes them at least 20 to 30 minutes to clean up the greens. <laughs> Um, some of the old-fashioned golfers like Rory McIlroy, McElroy kind of frown upon this weekend, which is kind of annoying, but because he thinks that golf should be like a gentleman's game and shouldn't be like fun, rowdy what with beers. Send him but... back to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not Scottish. He's Northern Ireland. Yeah. But... Same thing. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um... We should have a fun weekend. It's going to be lined up perfectly where they'll finish on Sunday and then the Super Bowl will start. It's going to be a fun uh, yeah. weekend of golf. Phoenix really planned that out, bro. Pat's probably going to finish last, and I am fighting for first. So I'm excited for the Venmo. Who are your golfers? Oh, my JT. golfers. Oh, JT. Yeah. JT. Pat, who has JT, who is plus one. I know. And it tied for matter. 58. You know what? I pick who I want to pick, and I do research. He and does not do research. Yes, I do. I did research this time and last week. And you're going to finish last. And I got last. third. I got third last week. And who it finished, is the first day. Wait, who finished first last week? Roper. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I did finish first because I Yo, do hours But, research. hey, at least and I'm I trying. To pot. I know. Unlike last year. Right. You're not throwing away $5 Venmo's every week. But in my lineup, I have Max Homa. Uh, Twitter's favorite golfer. Uh, he is currently tied for six through twelve. Um, I also have Tom Kim, Sam Burns, Keegan Bradley, top six. Keegan Bradley. Uh, Never heard of him. Alex Norin is through nine plus one. Not good oh, right now. Shaw, I want to get your take on this. Uh, hang on, I, I didn't get to finish. Thank you, Scott Stallings, top six minus three. Now, producer Pat. Shot. Move your trash Damn, ass hold on. DK lineup. Breaking news. We got First leg of the parlays hit. Purdue Boilermakers Purdue about to win. Zach Eady just had 14 rebounds. Best player in the country. Yep, Purdue ranked number Let's one. Let's go. Just found that out. But, uh, Shaw, I wanted to take... Let's hear I it. wanted your take on this name. Yeah? You ready? This name in golf that I am 
like fascinated with. His okay. name is Maverick McNeely. I love it. Just hearing that name. <laughs> right? Rolls off the tongue. Maverick McNeely? Yeah. What do you think? Does he have like really cool hair? I don't uh, I've never actually seen him. Uh on DraftKings, they don't have his updated like picture. They just have the USA cuz he's from the US. But Maverick McNeely is plus 3 tied for 105th. Plus 3? Yeah, not having a good start. Wait, Pat, you just management. drafted this guy cuz he had a cool name? Yes. Can't, that was last week. I didn't can't draft blame him this you week. for that. I mean, oh, he does have a nice flow. I'll give you that. Yeah, he sounds like he fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, Shaw was—he never really watches golf. I'm trying to get him into golf. Um, but there is something that he was interested in, and I showed him. It's going to be uh, the new Netflix documentary debuting on February fifteenth. Um, what golfers were in it? All of them? Uh, Rory, Joel Damon, uh, Brooks Kepka, Ian Poulter, who are live tour guys. So it was taped last year when the whole Saudi Arabia live tour was going down. And so they're definitely going to hit on that. And it was very dramatic. So I'm looking forward to watching this documentary. It's going to be, it's the uh, same producers that produces, uh, produced the F1 formula. Okay. Um, documentary that's pretty popular as well so uh, I have confidence it looks pretty eventful oh shit the Islanders scored another one it's 4-2 to mm. alright we need no more goals in this game then we can push on the under okay but um, hey Pat before we move on I was thinking we need to Roper just be our documentary guy <laughs> Maybe. I do love some fire documentaries. Yeah, you got any other doc? Fire no, 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 one, one per week. This one, was no, the golf one. There's, there's one more. Okay, one more. maybe two per week. HBO Max, the perfect weapon. What is that about? That is about uh, World War Three is not going to be a f- uh, war fought with nukes and like warfare. It's going to be cyber, cyber warfare. Mm-hmm. And it goes into detail about the different cyber attacks that the U.S. has been attacked let me by guess, it already North started. Korea. Oh, yeah. It's been going on for <laughs> years behind Chinese closed doors. Spy plane. Um, something that you're all aware of. It was a hack. Huge hack. It was the Sony hack back in 2014, which was what movie that came out? It was with Seth Rogen and the other canceled guy that was in Spider-Man 3. Dave Franco. James Franco. James Franco. Wrong Franco. But the canceled Franco. Yes. But we don't know. James is canceled. Dave is chilling. Sexual assault allegations. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. But anyways, back in twenty fourteen when James Franco and Seth Rogen were best buddies in each other's older movies, uh, they had a movie about killing Kim Jong un. Which was hilarious, by the way. It was a hilarious movie, but um, I never released it. It never released it in Netflix. And never released in theaters. But North Korea said, we're going to get those guys one day. Yes, because North Korea hacked the Sony, Sony headquarters. They leaked the Spider-Man, right? They leaked uh, the Andrew Garfield. Um, no. Yeah, this was back when Andrew Garfield, Sony. Um, was it? Uh, Spider-Man was coming out, and there was going to be a Sinister Six movie. And that leak was, or the plot was leaked and everything, the script. So they had to cancel it. North Koreans got us where it really hurt, and that was Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. With great power comes great responsibility. That, that Sony did not true. have the responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that's uh, another Roper documentary wreck on HBO. What was it called again? I already the forgot. Per- the perfect weapon. Perfect weapon. Great, great doc. If you're bored and you're at home and have nothing else to do, give it a watch. And give this podcast a listen. Yeah, and give all our episodes a listen while you're at it. Yeah. Again, shout out the Belgium guy. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Whatever you are in Brussels. So originally when we were making picks for tonight, I was thinking this New York Islanders and Vancouver Canucks game was just going to be the boring hockey game we had on in the background. And my thought process was, I'm going to take the under because I don't want to pay attention to this. And the less goals that happen, I'll won't have to worry about the game and then I'll just look up and be like oh it's 2 nothing Islanders money line and under 
But that was not the case tonight. Life's it's, too short to bet the undershaw. What are you doing? It is. You you have said that but on episode three. I get so in my head. I need to think outside the box because when you're looking at the board, they show you the spreads, the money lines, and the over under. And you look at that and you think that's either a winner or a loser right there. It's fifty fifty on all those. Yeah. Shaw, too, life's too short to bet the under. You said that on episode three. What are we doing? When am I ever going to listen to my own advice? All the time. Exactly. <laughs> life's always short to bet. Life's too short to bet the under. But uh, what's our next topic? Next topic, I can tell you guys a funny story about a co-worker today at the Cardinals. Oh, go for it. Let's hear it. So she was telling me that it's kind of funny. <laughs> She somehow thought that Yadier Molina was two players because she didn't understand. Because people go Yadi, Yadi, so she thought Yadi was a player, and then when people would say Oh Molina, she thought Molina was a separate player. <laughs> she didn't. Well, what what kind of position did the Molina play? I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> Clearly, if she thought Yadier Molina was two people, she doesn't understand positions in baseball. Yeah, or understand sports. Or baseball in general. Or cardinal baseball. <laughs> or sports in general, clearly. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was funny when she realized, wait, it's the same guy? <laughs> Rope, you, you, you have any, like, stupid sport moment that you've heard one time? Mm. Not lately, other than your uh, our first guest not knowing the cow. <laughs> what the cow? Oh, yeah. The what? When we had Elena on the pod, she didn't know what the count meant in baseball. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. A lot of a lot of fans reached out to me and have told me that's her favorite guest so far. There we go. Oh. And no offense, all, all of her guests have been amazing so far, and I love our guests. And I Elena did have some drafts. good takes. I think I think they all have had potentially good drafts. Um, I want an update. Uh, Emily won our draft last episode with the ba- best sports movies. With all the movies I've never seen. Yes. Well, clearly, I <laughs> all the movies that Shaw has never seen. <laughs> what was it? Rocky, Caddyshack, and what was her first? Field movie? of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Yeah, Field of Dreams. like those are tough to beat. Which should have been Angels in the Outfield because she said she watched it in religion class. <laughs> No, that was Field of Dreams you watched in Roachman class. Yeah. I know, it should have been oh. Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> it was more accurate to the rules. Way more topical. I mean, Field of Anyways, Dreams has that. Hold on, I want to go back to what Pat was saying. Favorite stupidest sports moments. And we kind of had one earlier tonight when Pat confused Tyler Tucker for Justin Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a little sp- like Pat Patism. That was a Tucker switcheroo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. You guys ready for the draft? Oh, we got a good Ooh. draft tonight. What's our draft? We're drafting best foods you can eat at a Super Bowl party. And I want to give a shout out to Ryan. Uh, he. A uh, loyal listener. He was the one that gave me this idea for a draft. Shout out to him. We wanted to do in another Kansas Super City. Bowl topic. Roper's best idea was best Super Bowl halftime show, which isn't terrible. Isn't terrible. Everyone shot it down. But I love it. Halftime at Super Bowl, I'm usually taking a shit. That's when the Cleveland Browns come to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh... Rope, you mentioned last episode that my Siri was rigged. So if you want to use your Siri this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to pick number one this time. All right. Shaw's always number two, and I'm, I'll, I guess I'll run with number three. Hey, Siri. Pick a number one through three. Three. Wow. So, so I get first overall pick. All right, which number do you want? Two, one, two, of course. I'm always taking two. Hey, Siri, pick a number one through two. Two. <laughs> yep. Oh, my <laughs> God. And my series rigged. <laughs> this is Siri general now. That's my rant for the week. Fuck Siri. And also, right. fuck right, Manchester starting City. Off? I'm starting us off. Let's go. First overall, food at a Super Bowl. 
I think you just can't beat it. Nachos. What kind of nachos? What kind of nachos. Just general Meat nachos. Cheese? Meat and cheese nachos. Okay, that's like pretty brown beef. That's pretty weak. Weak. You got, <laughs> what do you got? Bush Stadium? No, you're at a Super Bowl party, dude. That's terrible. All right, but nachos. Wow. Nachos might be one of your favorite foods, but it's not yeah, one of the best like foods. Yeah, but like you're thinking Super Bowls, nachos. Okay, I'm. You're. Everyone is entitled to their own picks until I bash all of them. <laughs> all right, Roper Shaw. Or no, I'm up. Yeah, yeah, you're up. All right, the number one food that you're gonna be looking out for at a Super Bowl one. party is buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> oh shit! He took mine. <laughs> it's buffalo chicken dip, and I really don't even like it that much until recently, the last like two or three years. But it's a Super Bowl staple now to me. The Chiefs yeah. won. I was eating a lot of buffalo chicken dip. Speaking of that, and I got good having, memories with it. We are having buff dip. We're making it on Perfect. the Super Bowl. So, um, that's your, hopefully the Chiefs don't win another. I one. I can't but, bash that one. I was going to, but I can't. I love can't. buff dip. It should have been my first pick. Robert, what do you got? Um, my first pick is going to be chips and salsa slash queso or spinach. That's artichoke. nachos. That is not nachos. No, nachos you said you wanted meat, meat and cheese. I, I even asked we you. We asked you what, what type of yeah, nachos This is you not wanted. nachos. This oh is my, chips that's and what dip. I meant. This is chips and dip. There's a difference between nachos and chips and dip. I can that's okay. Well, say well, then I bash my own pick. Then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pat thought he was getting well, just chips and dip, but he wasn't. Yeah. He said nachos. All right. Let the Twitter decide if Pat is. Roper's got another pick because we're snaking back. Um, I'm going to go with, this is a St. Louis sports, or St. Louis related appetizer, and that's toasted wraps. Okay. If you pull up to a St. Louis Super Bowl party and they have toasted wraps and marinara, I'm bashing that first. That's where I'm going. Good pick, good pick. And then, because you can obviously always count on the chips and dips being there, but toasted wraps, those are probably the first ones gone, especially with St. Louis and it's around. They gotta be from Emos, right? Emos, anywhere on the hill, Cybergs. Cecil Whitaker's. There's plenty of I mean, St. Louis, you can can't can't go wrong with toasted wraps. Yep. Alright, my second pick. I'm kind of a snack guy at the Super Bowl. I'm not really trying to eat anything like really, really heavy or messy. Probably gonna be like bagel bites. Bagel bites. <laughs> Something you can cook up in a microwave in your I'm bashing this one. Bagel bites. You can have on a regular Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No, but they're made for the big events. Oh. Oh no. Bagel, no. bagel no. bites are made for the <laughs> big events. I'm bashing this one. Bagel bites you could cook up in a microwave literally any night. Oh, you guys are setting No, up you're for not gonna dub. cook bagel bites in the microwave for the Super Bowl party. You're gonna put them in the oven and they're gonna be crispy. Yeah, but still, but you could still do that literally there any night. There's so much better appetizers out there. Yeah. Alright. I'm moving on to that after that <laughs> terrible one. I'm getting I'm revitalizing my draft here. And I'm picking up wings as my second one. Oh, shit. (laughs) Nobody picked wings. I'm taking the wings. Everybody bashes wings. You can do so much with wings. You You can trash them. You can have them grilled. You can put sauce all over them. You can make them mild. You can do literally anything you want with those wings. So wings should have been my first overall pick, but it's my second. And now my third overall pick. I think is pizza. 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 You can eat pizza any day of the week. Yeah, that's not a, that's not. But a bagel bite. But pizza. No. Any everybody likes pizza. And you can put anything on pizza. What kind of pizza do you have at the Super Bowl party? We're having all kinds of pizza. Okay. So you could literally put anything on a pizza to make it different. So. Oh, I can't. So to recap your picks. You got so I had nachos. nachos, which is controversial. But <laughs> you said uh, meat. You said meat. So whatever. nachos with meat and cheese. And then I have wings, which is probably my best in pick. And then I have pizza. Okay. That's a good Super Bowl party in my book. Very basic, basic drunk foods. Yeah. What's wrong with them? 
Nothing. It's just... What are you not drunk at a Super Bowl party? No, you definitely should be. <laughs> exactly. Shaw, what's your my last final pick? pick. Mm. It don't matter. I'm winning anyways. I'm gonna go with some sliders. Oh, mini cheeseburgers. Maybe some White Castles or Ooh, someone else made no. something. No. <laughs> you lost no. us there. Bob. I said maybe. That my pick is not White Castle sliders. Just, so just sliders. Just sliders in general. Okay. We'll, give, it, we'll give you the pick back. Forget I said White Castle. All right. Well, if you have Hawaiian roll sliders, see. There, we are there having we, we are we having Hawaiian roll ham ham sandwiches at the party. Okay, oh, anything so Hawaiian roll. Good food. Yeah, those type of sliders. That's that's a good slider. We do have a friend in the studio. I'm not going to say who it is, but he is nodding. Everything he I have said we are having at the party, he, he is ready for. Yes, we have. You know what the Super Bowl is about, and it's not about football. Hold on, can I get to my third final pick? Can well, let's recap Shaw's picks over yeah. here. My three picks were Buffalo chicken dip. Bagel bites, <laughs> and um, why well, just take sliders? Okay. Right. Well, I'm gonna tell you though, the Super Bowl is about not about football. It's about Coming family, in. friends, good food, and good commercials. Yeah, that's a good. T- that's a soft take. <laughs> it's not hot. I'm trying to tone it down a little bit. We're <laughs> trying to wrap up here. All right, with my third and final pick. I'm going with pigs in a blanket. Oh, that's a good that's pick. A, good that's a that Super well. Bowl Sunday favorite. You can always count on someone bringing pigs in a blanket. Yeah. And, yeah. Was, recap. Oh, my recap is chips and dip, which is what producer Pat fumbled a bag on. <laughs> producer Pat said nachos, so that opened the door for me with chips and dip. You can have French onion dip. You can have... No, 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 you get one dip. What? Your pick is one dip. One dip? The sauce boss has got to choose. Oh, <laughs> that's the sauce boss. French onion dip. That's that's my favorite. Wavy blaze and French, French onion French dip. French onion dip? That, yeah, we, our guest, yeah, that, yeah, he's even nodding. He French okay. onion dip and wavy ways. that's what I'm going with. That's my favorite dip and chips, so. But, obviously, chips and Queso chips and spinach and artichoke ticket, but then uh, what was it? Toasted ravs, and I had pigs in a blanket, and that sums up my draft. And I think I'm pretty confident. I'm put a hundred dollars on myself <laughs> to win that. You heard pool. it here first, folks. I'm taking it back. Crowd's mine. <laughs> I don't think uh, STL don't... Roper has ever won a draft. Yes, I have. Oh, you never won. I yes, think, I did. I, I won the SL sports uniforms. With yeah, with the Cardinals that. jersey that Pat was confused about, which one I was picking. Yeah, I won that draft. I only won the last draft. I won this one, and then now it's good to get some honorable mentions for Super Bowl appetizers. Because I guess this could include desserts, and I think there's some brownies? good. Yeah, bro- oh, I can I tell you? I want to tell you guys about the best brownie I served at the last Super Bowl, and that was the slutty brownies. Now let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you why that's the best. Why aren't you bringing so, Well, I'm bringing kolaches already. No, it's already I have double chocolate brownie kolaches. We're we, not getting kolaches from the dumpster, are we? No. <laughs> these are going to be okay. fresh, made at 3 a.m. I'm going to make them myself. SEO Roper made awesome. kolaches. But anyways, these slutty brownies. Listen, you get a tray and you put Oreo cookies. Or no, 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 no. First, you put a layer of cookie dough, of chocolate chip cookie dough and then on top of that you space out oreo cookies on top of that and then you pour brownie batter over the top and you put that in the oven for i don't know how many ever minutes until it's golden brown delicious gbd just like beyonce and you pull it out and you bite into it (laughs) it's the best damn food you can ever bite into best dessert that's the slutty brownie, guys. I think I just got diabetes listening to that. <laughs> oh, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty yeah. diabetic. I might have a heart attack after that one. <laughs> those are pretty good, I swear. It's the cookie dough, Oreo, brownie, three, triple, triple threat.
I think that we could sit here up. all day and talk about yeah, food. Yeah, food. <laughs> so yeah, we don't want to bore you with food. We're gonna wrap things up with a little off the record and off topic. Pat, give us your OTROT. Mine this week is about our one of our favorite shows started filming season 16 and that is always sunny in philadelphia season 16 16 years of always sunny one of the longest running sitcoms yeah and you know they started out with basically nothing mm-hmm. like uh uh if you don't know uh rob and McElhaney. yeah rob McElhaney and glenn are writers on the show glenn they Howerton. write yeah, they all write their own show. They've and, been writing it for 16 years. And don't forget about Charlie. Charlie writes some of it, but it's mostly Rob and Glenn that write most of it. Charlie's involved with them, too. Yeah, he's involved with the writing, but I'm just saying, like, Rob and Glenn, like, wrote the beginning mostly parts of it. Mostly Rob is the creator. Right. And Glenn is, like, his producers. Side, yeah. They're all producers on it. It's all three of them. I give them all three credit. Yeah. But... Well, Here's a question. They obviously had a Super Bowl episode dedicated to the Eagles versus Patriots. Fly, Eagles, fly. Do you think, no matter what, like say if they lose to the Chiefs, which I hope doesn't happen, uh, do you think they air an episode no matter what, like whether the result is pro Super no, Bowl part Eagles? two? No, because they don't usually go back on stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes they do, but I wouldn't see them do another Super Bowl episode. They might. Unless the Eagles win. Eagles win? If Eagles, the Eagles win. If the Eagles win, they'll do another one. They did one. finish writing Eagles it, lose, though. they won't. They've already finished writing most of it. Or what they if said. they do do an Eagles if they lose? Yeah, everything's probably written if they're recording it already. Yeah, they're, they're already... Yeah, so I don't think they'll do a Super Bowl. They might do a game, though. You never know. I wouldn't want to see him do another football thing. I want to see him do more. That would be the third football thing, wouldn't it? Original. Hood rat shit. Well, he Mac or no? Dennis tried out for the Eagles in one episode. Right. <laughs> Open tryouts. <laughs> yeah. Along What's with the, the family? The Mc, What's the family? The Boyle brother. I, I feel like we could always talk about always. Boyle McBoyle. <laughs> uh, Shaw, what's your uh, off-topic thing? My yeah. OTROT this week. It's kind of random, but. I was taking a shit at work, and <laughs> okay, hold up, hold up. The, no, no let me finish. Shit, no, shit this is talk. what happened. I was taking a shit, and the turd floated up to the top, and was like right in front, and it was just like, for whatever reason, I wanted to grab my shit out of the toilet and just throw it, <laughs> like a like a. Like but I a didn't monkey? do that. I obviously kind of, dude, kind of. <laughs> I think my primal instincts, like, I think humans want to throw their shit. Like, it's in our DNA. Because something was telling me to pick this shit up and throw it. I don't think... In the back of my mind. (laughs) You guys... Tell me I'm not the only person you to ever want to pick up their shit. You're the only person. I've never really? thought that. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Call me crazy. Shaw <laughs> <laughs> wants to throw his own shit. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got to say. That was off the record and off topic. Wait, wait. Hold on. Let's double back. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So you sit down. I just want to get a You're going to interrogate me about my yeah. shit? Yeah. Well, you sit down, have a shit, you get up. And then you see your shit, and you want to throw it. No, but it, it wasn't like that, dude. It was this specific turd, the way it floated up. Because normally, your turds sink. Yeah. This turd floated all the way up. Oh, the Canucks just tied it. <laughs> yeah, the overhit. You I know the overhit, but we still got the money line on the oh. Islanders. Oh, okay. But anyways... <laughs> The turd floated up. I should have took. If I had a picture of this turd to show you guys, I think you would maybe. I would have changed your mind. <laughs> if you would see this turd, I think maybe you would change your mind. But call me what? crazy. I want to. We're calling you crazy. Because <laughs> I don't think I've ever looked at my own shit. Humans are animals. You realize that, right? Throw, yeah, I know that. But I never wanted animals. to throw my own shit. I think I finally believe in evolution now. 
What? You didn't believe in evolution before? Not until I wanted to throw my own shit. Well, when he, yep, that was an awakening, an epiphany for Shaw. But anyways, all right, Roper, wrap us wrap us up, please. All right, now we're gonna talk about a movie that's coming out. Ooh, Darby. And that's a Marvel MCU movie. No. Ant Man and the Quantumania. Woo. <laughs> Got Paul Rudd returning. Got Jonathan Majors as the villain. Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a pretty good movie. How many Ant-Mans have they done? Is the third? Is, no, this is going to be the third one. This is going to be the third one. That's too, too many. What do you what? mean? You don't Paul like Ant-Man? For starters, I'm not a superhero movie fan. But if you had to pick a superhero, who would it be? Spider-Man. Okay. That's why I said earlier the North Koreans like, got us where it hurt. Do you like the Tom Holland Spider-Man's? I'm a fan of Andrew Garfield, really. I thought he was a pretty good Spider-Man. Ooh, that's, that's a tough, tough take. take. <laughs> tough take. Not Jinx, a fan of Jinx Emma Stone. Uh, um, give me a beer. <laughs> if we had to rank him, I guess it would be Garfield, Maguire, and then Holland. Wow. Have, you, have you watched all the Tom Holland movies? Yeah, I've seen every Spider-Man movie. It's my favorite. Okay. okay. But more on this movie. Yeah, this movie is going to be great. It's going to be... When is it releasing? Uh, this coming weekend, like the Friday, Thursday, technically, if you want to go opening night, it'll be the Thursday after the Super Bowl. I think it's the 16th. Right, yeah. So Weird. that's when it comes out. Are uh, these still comics? Yeah. Yeah, it's or is comic like, related. Yeah, they're all But was Marvel this one... Comics. A comic story, or did some yeah. Yeah. other guys who came up with it and wrote it? No, it's Ant Man. Every MCU universe movie is, 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 is based on all the comics There's that they've already written. All based on So villains. if you read all the comics. No, but comics. my question is is one movie equivalent to one comic book? I mean, uh, or is it a bunch of comics usually, into one movie? No, it's usually a storyline. Yeah, it's, it's usually a storyline of comics that lead up to the villain being yeah. like, he rises and falls. And that's just a movie. Right. And that's the battle. And I think there's a theory out there floating that this is the last Paul Rudd movie, so maybe Ant-Man dies at the end of this movie. Good. Ooh. So that's a little that, that, prediction. Ant-Man squashed. Roper, I, <laughs> myself, I consider myself a pretty big movie fan as well as producer Pat. Huge movie buff. As well as Shaw McCall. Right, Shaw, but you, you're not a comic book movie guy. Not more of a movie buff. The great, the, the great movies, which is obviously better than not true. Movies, but iconic movies. History. Me, iconic <laughs> movies. Producer... Not like Rocky or. Whatever other movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, this man, this man calls himself draft. a movie buff and doesn't even see the movie Rock. Caddyshack? <laughs> Nick, oh, yeah, we are watching Caddyshack tonight, by the way. You no, I'm probably going to be editing the podcast tonight because we're using my laptop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But oh. that is a future uh, movie that Sean McCall needs to see. Right. Um, but does I, that, I think that wraps that us wraps up. Wraps us bro. up. Anyone got anything else? Thanks for listening, guys. Um, shout out, obviously, to our international listeners over in Belgium. And Albania. And Brazil. And Israel. We have Brazilian fans? Yeah. We I'll are everywhere. We are, we are worldwide, almost. Almost. No, actually, Dave said we need to get to Antarctica before we declare ourselves worldwide. Also, shout out to the guy in San Jose who's listening. Um... Go Air Carlson and the Sharks, I guess. Go San Jose <laughs> um, Earthquakes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to battling with you in the Western Conference in MLS. Uh, so shout out to San Jose listener. He's a devout yeah. guy. And shout out, shout out to all our listeners. Really. Yeah, obviously. I want to highlight it. the super fans. Right. All right, we'll be recording again on Saturday. Look for our official Super Bowl picks on Sunday. Multiple parlays. Lots of wagering. Lots of responsible wagering. Yes. Be responsible when you wager. Be responsible. Don't, don't always follow us if you want to fade Gambling us. It's okay. is a form of entertainment. Yes. Right. Wager responsibly. Right. We're going right. to have lots of good picks for you if you choose to bet along to the Super Bowl. And we're also going to talk about a lot of college stories. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Tune in. 
Bluecast Podcast 314. Bluecast 314 on Twitter. Yes. Bluecast 314. Thanks for listening. Tweet us. Younger than